We're dark and will and we are off the rail, off the rails, and we are off the rails, off the rails, yeah, off the rails. Oh, welcome! You are listening to Off the Rails, one of the internet's newest and hottest podcasts, with your host. Doug and Will. I'm Doug, and with me as always, welcome, William. Welcome, Douglas. That was a great intro. How are things going? Thanks. Thanks. Things are going very well. Things are going well. I practiced that about four times, and I may or may not have wrote it down. No, that's fine. You know, last week, after you remembered that you're not going by Rev Smooth, you really it came down a lot of notches by just saying, this is Doug. And I really feel like you, you figured it out on how to make the name Doug uh, relevant and lively and entertaining again. Thanks. Thanks. Whew, feeling good about that. I listened back to the other podcast and yes, it lost a little bit of that oomph whenever I said, uh, Ranger Boy, Doug. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Really, we should, we should hit him with the Costanza and just end the show right there right? because it's probably not getting better. Uh, absolutely all right everybody thanks for tuning in until next time good day good afternoon and good morrow no why is that your new closing is that the closing as well is that the closing you did from your last show no i don't i don't know that i had a real close i think my closing on lighter side was just peace i just made that up right there and good day good afternoon it should be good morning good afternoon good evening because who knows when anybody's listening, if anybody's listening. That's correct. Well, as we know, Douglas, uh, we had a record-breaking audience last week of almost 75 people. So we're on the up and up. We're, listen, I said so in the opening. One of the Internet's newest and hottest podcasts out there. If those numbers don't scream hot, what are we doing here? What are we doing that's that's a great question. What are we doing here? Who knows? Somebody's bound to enjoy it. Yes. Outside of us, because we already know we are going to do that. Of those 75, I'm at least three to four of them. So. <laughs> I, I tried to keep the numbers down myself, so I went with one and done. I'm trying to do one and done. I want to see a true representation of America. And we're also worldwide, by the way. There, there's other countries out there listening to us. Well, I mean, our introduction that they had the pleasure of hearing for the second time um, is from Italy. So oh, that, there you go. That, that means something. I don't know it does what. Mean, it does mean something. That is correct. Good. Well, William, shall we get into it? Let's uh, let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. I think we might end up going off the rails kind of quickly uh, today. Okay. Um, I got a uh, I got my annual uh, vehicle registration renewal letter in the mail, and uh, it really, really, really. You thought school lunches made me mad? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska DMV Department of Motor Vehicles renewal registration is some bullshit um so i have to pay 896 dollars and 50 cents to get my registration done this year 
um, which is a decrease from the previous year, where I believe it was at eleven hundred dollars. This is absolute insanity. It is. I don't know who. Do you know who I should be writing about this? Do I write my local senator, my representative, a congressman, the president, the governor? Who do I need? The Lancaster County Treasurer, Rachel M. Garver. Maybe I should start with her. I I was going to say the DMV. I I was just going to start with the bottom at the DMV. And then if you have to work your way up from there. Yeah, I was thinking about just going straight to the top. Let's go some of those. So over some of these uh, numbers, shall we? So we can see exactly why it's eight hundred and ninety six dollars and fifty cents. So I was looking into uh, for a quick comparison before I go into these numbers. Um, The only other state I've uh, had to do this for my car would be in the state of Texas. Um, so just to get a comparison between $890 I got to pay here in the state of Texas, it's like under a hundred dollars annually. Um, you have to do your registration. That's like $50. And then you have to do your car inspection annually. And that's like $40 and you're good for the rest of the year in Nebraska. They're charging me $896 motor vehicle fee, $30. What is that? Motor vehicle fee, registration fee, $20.50. Local wheel tax, $74. Motor vehicle tax, $732. Specialty plate fee, $40. I do have a specialty plate after realizing that I'm paying $40 a year for it. I'm getting rid of that. Yeah, you're you're paying forty dollars a year for your specialty tag. I had no idea. I'll be honest with you. I didn't look at this last year. I just paid it. I didn't bother to actually go through the itemized section, itemized <laughs> section of it to see why it's paying so much. Forty dollars. I don't need a. I don't even give a shit about my plate anymore. As a matter of fact, the plate's a nuisance because I can't hide from anybody with the distinctive plate that I've got. I can't say, "Nah, that wasn't me. That was a different suburban." No, no, no. It was you because I saw your license plate. Um, hey, real quick, Doug, did you not did you not think of that uh, playing out when you first got a specialty plate? No, no, no. no. Okay. Uh, embarrassing enough, it, it did not cross my mind until probably about three months into the thing when people started commenting. Uh, you know, what does it mean? Uh, people just saying it, people looking at it. I'm sitting at a gas station. Somebody walks out and they're eyeballing my plates and they're mouthing the plate. And then I started about trying to be inconspicuous at times. I might have been stalking somebody and following them. Then I realized mm-hmm. can't do that because my plate yeah. is very distinctive and I can't hide. Uh, Doug, uh, an interesting thing about that is that you like to Snapchat specialty plates. I do. I do have a Snapchat series that's been lacking lately where I like to Snapchat a specialty plate and butcher the pronunciation of whatever it is they're trying to say. Um, and I'm driving around with one of those plates. I, it's not happening again. This is the last year. I will not be having a specialty plate going into the next. We're going into the next year as far as the, you know what I'm saying, $732 for motor vehicle tax. Listen. When I bought the car, correct me if I'm wrong, but I paid 
taxes on the car at that time. I shouldn't have to pay a tax to own a motor vehicle every flipping year. I paid $4,500 to get my car registered and pay taxes and get all that shit done after I bought the car. And now I got to pay them $700 annually for more vehicle tax. That doesn't make any sense to me. Go ahead. Explain it. I'll listen. I was uh, I was actually trying to think of if there's somebody else out there like you who Snapchats specialty plates. And if they happen to try to Snapchat your specialty plate and they're like, Une <laughs> O-F-T-I. <laughs> like, like somebody just out there completely butchering your very simple specialty plate and trying to make jokes of your your because it's just it's just the numbers right You're like you don't spell out one of the numbers right yeah i had the, the it's one of five o-n-e-o-f and then the number five mm. <laughs> only f-o <laughs> five on on oh five i mean i could butcher it don't get me wrong if i was looking at it i could say it seven different ways for my snapchat sure. that's just what we do i mean there's obviously ones that are very clear you know it just says like my dog i can you know i'll just like me m y do g terrible <laughs> yeah so you'll have to excuse me that last part that you were talking about your your fees i was actually thinking of Snapchatting your 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 specialty plate and butchering it and what I would come right. up with. So. Well, good. Are you done? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. Yeah, I'm good. I'm back. I'm back to you. Good. So uh, again, the question that was posed, and I'm going to need an answer promptly, is why the <laughs> okay. fuck am I paying seven hundred thirty-two dollars for motor vehicle tax annually? Annually, I got to pay tax. Maybe you didn't hear me earlier when I said oh, I pay tax already. I don't have yeah. to pay tax every year on a car that I bought. Yeah, I, I don't have the answer, Doug. I, I think we pay thirty-five dollars uh, a year here uh, in Arkansas. I think I, I asked the wife about this, and I, that was her guesstimate. I, so I think it's thirty-five dollars per vehicle for us. So what you what you guys are doing up there in the land of uh, Nebraska? I have zero clue. I don't understand it whatsoever. That, that's that's quite the expense added on uh, to your yearly bills. Yeah, man, that's incredible. And what's astonishing also. Is- I have the uh, uncanny ability to forget that that is something that exists. Um, so for 11 months out of the year, I'm driving around all happy. Um, and, and, and then December rolls around and I forget that that is the time to do my stickers, my tags, my registration. I get the letter in the mail. I get a little scared because it's coming from uh, Lancaster County Treasure. And I'm like, mm-hmm. why am I getting a letter from the Lancaster County Treasure? I don't owe them any money. Do I have some sort of warrant? I don't have any arrests, uh, any tickets. I don't understand why they're wanting. And then I get that, and it's fucking registration for a motor vehicle. And for some reason, I can't remember that that's coming up. It's painful. I don't like it. It just sets a tone for the month of December. I already got Christmas. I got a very important birthday I shop for in December. I got Christmas in December. I got a Is that pay- me, by the way? What's that? Uh, 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 what? Is that you said you uh, you shot for a very important December birthday, and I was just curious. I have a birthday in December, 
but I don't think you've ever actually bought anything for me. So, you know, I've just answered. The, I just, I just talked through it. It, it is not me. <laughs> that is the December birthday that you buy. For you me. have. Hold on, hold on. Are you telling me you haven't been getting my gifts? I've always wondered why you don't ever say thank you. It's. It seems like kind of a dick move for you not to be saying thank you to me for these magical gifts I've been sending you all these years. But I thought, yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's just not in his wheelhouse. Maybe he's not the kind of guy that sends out thanks. Maybe he just thinks I should know mm-hmm. that he's appreciative. All of that is correct. All of that is correct. But just to confirm, it's not me. <laughs> what? What's not? You're not getting the press appointments in? The, yeah. the, uh, the important, you, you had mentioned the important <laughs> December birthday. And I just want to confirm while we're speaking here, a week before my birthday, that it is in fact not me. The important December birthday that you had to shop for. Well, I mean, I so you're confirming that you haven't been receiving my gifts. I thought you were transitioning into uh, the fact that it is my birthday next week, but then it, as I talked through it, it was obvious that that, that person was not me. So now we're, we're in kind of an awkward flux because we're, we should be focused on the, the motorized your your motor vehicle statement. But we, I, I you know what? Well, yeah. No, as you was... just go back, it's fine. It's not me. We we know that we've established that. Uh, William, I got to be honest with you. Uh, that very important birthday that I was speaking of was not you. Um, but boy, oh boy, does that just make me sound terrible right now yeah and i mean I, no it's okay i mean guys don't generally purchase birthday gifts for each other yeah i mean friends so i understand it's it is a it is a young lady and it's yeah, yeah. well hey so uh boy that just really derailed everything i don't know really talk about off the rails what are we even talking about right now what were we motor vehicle <laughs> who are you again i don't even know where i'm at one thing about the motor vehicle do you have to pay that in a lump sum are you do you have the ability to pay that through the year no you have to pay that right then and there that is a one lump sum figure yeah this isn't 896 dollars with uh, 12 easy payments of <laughs> blank dollars a month. No, no. They want that money right now. I've got until December 30, how many days? 31st? Okay, so the end of the month. If I don't Jeez. pay that by January 1, then I'm riding dirty and the law dogs will uh, will get me. But what does that mean? So that, that's to get your, uh, your new sticker, is that correct? I'm paying that money for two flipping stickers. I'm paying for a sticker that is the size of a quarter and it will say 12 on it and it'll be a different (laughs) color than it was this year. This year, I believe they're red. So everybody with a red sticker is for 2020. I don't know what the 2021 stickers are. Yes, I'm paying almost $1,000 for two fucking stickers. Hey, that's amazing. Never come off of your license plate. So I still have the stickers from last year. They're on my plate. So I still get to keep them. Yeah. Isn't that incredible, man? I just don't get it. Yeah, I do want to say, I mean, as incredible as that is, you were definitely more ticked off about the lunch situation than you are the motor vehicle situation. Yeah. So, yeah, your 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 rage, your rage, as much as that is, does not come close to matching the rage for the school lunch. 
You're right. I was pretty hot about that score line. Are you tired of running around with stank following you? Is the funk completely ingrained into the fiber of your stanky ass? Then get back in the game with Honey Oak Handcrafted Soaps and Body Sprays. Spritz, spray, and scrub your way back into the social circle and get down with your bad self. Visit Honey Oak at honeyoakboutique.com or search Honey Oak Boutique Store on Facebook and use the promo code OFFTHERAILS20 for 20% off until January 1st. That's Honey Oak at honeyoakboutique.com or search Honey Oak Boutique Store on Facebook and use the promo code OFFTHERAILS20 for 20% off until January 1st. What's been new with you this week? You had some interesting stuff happening to you, I believe. Yeah, interesting thing. You were talking about who you want to write a letter to, you know, the uh, the uh, the DMV or the president. Well, so so I work at a job currently uh, as a call center. We are basically the complaint command for the company. Uh, so if there's any issues, uh, questions, concerns, mainly issues and complaints, uh, they call us. Um, and things were going pretty smoothly, the same as usual. I unfortunately worked the weekend shift. But, but around the 10, 30, 11 o'clock on Saturday morning, things started shifting to a very specific subject and didn't end until Monday until I was off for the weekend, which is Tuesday and Wednesday. We started getting calls about the PlayStation 5 availability in our particular uh, location, our stores. And these customers were heated. They were upset. They were irrational. They were demanding. Uh, they would not take uh, our simple FAQ answers for sorry. We can't do anything about out of stock. They just would not allow. They, they wanted us to tell the retail centers to give them these PlayStation 5s. The PlayStation 5s are a high demand item. Tens of thousands of customers across America are looking for these PlayStation 5s that are limited to supply. Sony, I have no doubts, are rolling them out in waves to create more buzz, which is perfect marketing from then and these customers are just not having this uh so I, i'm talking from age eight to 80 white black latina it doesn't matter male female gamers parents grandparents kids you name it they're calling us we started seeing uh calls start to trickle in 10 30 11 o'clock i don't know if there was some type of social media blitz something happened that everybody started going to the stores and there was just all kinds of chaos at the stores and they, we got the brunt end of it, and it was some of the most brutal. I've been on the phones for a long time in my career uh, of call center jobs. This is the most brutal three days of phone calls I've ever had uh, trying to deal with customers looking for a PlayStation 5. It was amazing. <clears throat> the PS5 came out weeks ago, did it not? Month, week? Uh, the PS, yeah, the PS5 came out in November. Uh, and the pre-sale started way back in September. So we, this is months in advance. But a lot of it, the majority of it was all online sales. And so starting on December 1st, I can't speak for all companies, but uh, at least for our company, starting on December 1st, uh, there was availability for in-store purchases. But the the, abil- the availability was very limited. Um, and it was only from leftovers from on, on, online sales that it was in-store. But somehow, some way, something on the internet, whether it be a hashtag, a social media blitz, a third-party vendor, started sending out messages to people, and I'm sure they had alerts. There's there's six PS5s at this store. There's seven PS5s at this store. There's 15 at this store, and just hundreds of people 
bum rush the stores trying to get these items. In a lot of places, they're not out on the floors. The information on the internet's wrong, or the store managers are telling them, no, we don't have them, sorry, but they're not accepting these answers. So they're calling us in absolute fits of rage, demanding answers, demanding PS5s, saying, I drove two and a half hours to the store based off of what I saw on the internet, or you know, I, I, I've been waiting in line since three o'clock in the morning, and I'd be like, why did you, why were you waiting in line at three o'clock in the morning? What information did you have? It was just, I mean, it was just, I would say 80% of the phone calls and we all IM each other. So we have a messaging board. We're talking about the call drivers and it's just every single rep is going through the same thing. Every single rep. And it's just, it was just chaos. I wanted to drink heavily after every shift, uh, which I don't usually have with this job. It's a pretty easy job for the most part. It's a job you go to uh, when you clock out. You don't think about it again until you clock in the next day. These three days were different. So it was just absolute insanity. Um, and I've never been talked down to and made me feel like a complete uh, worthless human being. And it's what some of these customers talked to me about over these last three days. So if I stood in, so the individuals are, are I just, it baffles me that people think that, you know, if you're standing in line, since three o'clock in the morning and you've been in that line for X amount of hours, would you, do people think they just got an unlimited supply of a certain product that it's, you're just guaranteed that if you're on the property at a certain time, you're guaranteed to get this item. Uh, I mean, that just baffles me that people even can make demands like that um, and think that it's going to come to fruition. Well, what kind of specific demands are they making of you? Just like, I I demand you send me a PS5. I mean, what kind of crazy, outrageous demands are these people making? Well, the the big one is I demand you to call this store and tell them to sell me a PS5. That's that's the, that's the main demand. Uh, they're they're telling the customer at the store they don't have them available, or if they do have them, they're not available until X time. And the customers aren't accepting this. They see them online. They're saying, well, wait, they, they show us online. You're telling me you do have them somewhere in the store, but you're not selling them until this particular time. I'm not accepting that. So we're going to call this number and we're going to have them tell you to sell me this product. <laughs> and I, I, I appreciate that they have that type of respect for my authority, but I have no <laughs> idea how in, in the, I have no idea how in their head. They think that they can call up a number to demand the actual manager of a retail location to do something with the way they're, they're handling their inventory. And I understand their frustration uh, because this thing is in high demand uh, and it's very difficult to get your hands on it. Uh, and I try to empathize with them as much as possible, but they're, they're not really listening to that. They, they, they just want a PS5 in their hand, purchase it, get out of the store, and it, it's just not happening. We're, we're talking about... I, it, I mean, it's just crazy the difference in customers. It, it wasn't one specific set of customers. It was just all across the board, all kinds of complaints. And just about as rude and demanding as you can get. Uh, just n- So most of our calls are, are generally going to be about six to eight minutes long. I would say with these particular customers, we're, we're talking 20 to 25 minutes, just going back and forth. <laughs> just going back and forth, just not accepting my response. We're we're sorry. It's a high demand item. Uh, We're working to get them in inventory. 
the stores need to come up with a plan when they do have a plan in place they want to let all their customers know what the plan in place and at that time you'll have the ability to to purchase uh, or get in line to have the opportunity to purchase and it, it's just falling on deaf ears they, they don't want to hear that uh, i mean it's high stress it just uh, just awful so uh, i think it's very tense I think that's absolutely crazy. Uh, it just baffles my mind that people need these items. So, I mean, obviously, I would understand if you're wanting it for gift purpose. Um, but if I was just buying it for myself, I was a player, I wanted the PS5, I, I would realize that I'm going to get one. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. They're going to manufacture enough that everybody that wants a PS5 is going to get a PS5. There's right. never going to be a moment that I would flip out over the fact that I don't have it now. Got to have it now, 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 now. I'm mean, like, oh, that's cool. You don't have it yet? All right. I guess I'll just wait. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be available. There's no need to just get. But again, I would get it if you were just like, I got to have this for my kid. It's so necessary that I get it. I would try all I could to get it for my kid. But my God, I wouldn't. I wouldn't lose my shit over it. You know, that's just absolutely insane. Well, I mean, that sucks. Yeah, the, the, that's, that's I would cool. say the, the the funniest call I had regarding that is that uh, a woman was calling. She was calling for her husband. Her husband wants the PS5. Uh, she made it very clear she doesn't care if he gets it or not. But she's doing she's doing the work, um, and she was upset that the the retail location told her that yes, they do have uh, inventory, but no, it's not available until this time. And she was upset that they didn't lie to her and say that they didn't have any. They should have told her they don't have any. Don't tell me you have some, but you're not going to sell it to me. Tell me you don't have some or that you don't know if you have some. Um, and, and ultimately she said, uh, I don't care if he gets this or not. I think the whole thing is stupid. But if I'm going to take the time to call you and you're going to tell me, yes, you have it, then I should be able to purchase it. <laughs> sure. Like, okay. I was like, yeah. okay, I, I understand your demand. It's yeah. weird, but uh, I get it. And good luck to your husband. And she's like, I hope he doesn't get it, <laughs> is ultimately what she said. That's amazing. And I love the fact that uh, I think she must be getting it for a gift because, I mean, the fact that she's even trying to buy it for him is amazing. I saw something the other day, an article, I believe it's in China or somewhere overseas, uh, where a guy had bought a PS5 but had somehow convinced his wife that it was an air filter. Um, (laughs) And when she realized that it wasn't an air filter, she made him sell it. But what's amazing is like she made him do it. So he put it for sale. He met up with some guy uh, that was going to buy it. And the guy was asking him questions and, and, uh, you know why why you said you've only had this thing for a week you know like i can't believe you're already selling it and you're selling it for so cheap like what's going on why are you saying is there something wrong with it i don't understand the dude's like oh yeah no my my wife's making me do it whoa that's incredible i love i see a lot of uh it's okay yes i watch i look at tiktok okay <laughs> you you came in with so much shame to to admit that that's okay douglas it's fine it's kind of like it's fine. like my number three uh favorite artist of 2020 is chanel west coast What's, yes um <laughs> so you watch you watch a lot of tiktok and no. you listen to chanel west coast 
no, no, no. They're two different things. Uh, I'm embarrassed of both of them, but I love them so much. Um, okay. The TikTok things where it's the dude like, okay, I'm leaving. I'm getting a divorce from my wife. She doesn't love me anymore. I, we're going to have to break up. And then the wife's in the background and said, I didn't say that. And he's like, yes, you did. You don't even love me. She's like, I said you can't have a PS5. Same thing. Wait, hold on. Wait. I, I'm I'm I may have missed it. This is a TikTok you, you saw. You want me to do it over? You can, you can you just do that over. TikTok is young man. Uh, it's an app, kind of like Twitter, uh, but uh, I think it's the new oh. Vine, right? Something like that. You know what it is. I sent you a funny TikTok today. I don't remember what it was. You you said damn TikTokers. Yes. So it's a TikTok. It's basically the guy's point of view. He's standing in the bathroom. He's sitting on the couch. He's laying on the bed. Something. He's holding the phone. He's talking. And he's distraught. And he's like, you know, I can't believe that my wife's breaking up with me. I can't believe my girlfriend's breaking up with me. I can't believe I'm about to get a divorce. And he's like, she doesn't love me anymore. She's leaving me. And then the wife's in the background, like sitting in a lounge chair in the, somewhere else. You can't see her. And all of a sudden the wife's in the background goes, no, I'm not. Or I didn't say that. And the guy goes back and now it's back on the guy. And the guy's like, yeah, you, did. you said you didn't love me. And then the chick chimes in. I said I wouldn't let you have a PS5. And then the guy okay. goes on. He's like, it's the same thing. And then it okay. <laughs> Sorry, you know what? That was my bad. I was stuck on the story, and then you went to that TikTok, and I was really confused. And that's that's my fault. I, I'll take I'll take the blame on that one. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I when I clarified, I pretty much literally just said the same goddamn thing I said a moment ago. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I was so, I was stuck on I was stuck on the story, and I heard you mention TikTok, but I didn't know it. It's my fault. I apologize. Don't, Doug, don't take blame for you having to repeat that. That's my fault. <laughs> okay. Well, good. I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, so you had a rough week, and that uh, leads us into the fact, uh, playing off of uh, last week's pod, for those of you that listened, the 70-plus people, um, William hadn't been to a concert in uh, 2020 or in quite some time, and you experienced your first show uh, during the pandemic yesterday, is that correct? Absolutely. The beautiful thing I used to have about work is that I always had a countdown to a concert, and obviously that wasn't happening this year. So it came at a perfect moment where I had these brutal three days at work, but I knew at the end there was a rainbow, a pot of gold, and in this in this moment it was a Smith & Myers concert in Fort Smith that I was able to enjoy on Monday night. Uh, it was a socially distanced masked concert that we went to. It was an indoor venue. Uh, which uh, was, uh, you know, uh, obviously there's some nerves and apprehension there, but I, I went and I, I had a, just a, a beautiful time. Smith and Myers are two of the members of the, of the band Shinedown, which is a multi-platinum band. Uh, they're doing an acoustic tour, just the two of them with two backup uh, uh, musicians as well. Um, they do a lot of covers. They do about six or seven Shinedown songs. And then they also have some originals from a, a double album they just released. Um, and it was just it was an awesome experience. I, I loved every moment of it. Uh, the people watching, um, the, the performance, the sing-alongs, uh, the crowd, uh, just everything. It was just, it was, it, it was great to be back in a venue. Uh, and I don't know when I'll go back to a, another a concert. It may be months away. So it was nice to be able to put a concert on my list for the year 2020, which has been, you know, for everybody doing the pandemic has been a real shitty year. Uh, overall, this was a, an, an awesome experience, and I, I loved everything about it. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any good people watching um, 
stories that you can tell? Did you have anything? No, that- yeah, yeah, and I, uh, so the these guys, uh, Smith and Myers, they do a cover of uh, uh, they do some R and B. So they they did some Backstreet Boys, they did some uh, TLC, and oh. then they did an Adele cover, um, and two drunk guys. Um, on the road beside us, uh, got together and started slow dancing together uh, to Adele's uh, "Someone Like You," uh, which over like it, for everybody in our section, they were they were no longer watching the performance on stage. Uh, they were watching these two drunk guys who I don't know if they knew each other uh, slow dancing and singing Adele to each other uh, for like a good forty five seconds to a minute. So uh, people were having a good time. Uh, people were drinking. Uh, it, it was, it was fun. And you know what? I'll, I'll tell you like 90% of the audience were masked up. So they, they did their part and the guys of Shinedown uh, made sure to uh, uh, bring up the masking part. Uh, they brought, they brought it up at least four or five times on stage to thank everybody for wearing their mask and following the protocols. So it, it was, it was beautiful. Good experience. So masks were required. Well, we'll say required, but 90% obviously means that some people were not wearing them. Correct. And they obviously were not being kicked out of the venue. So uh, it, it was a requirement, uh, but it was not enforced. Uh, but everybody was doing their part to take away these small pockets of people um, uh, around the venue who were not wearing a mask. Luckily, nobody around me uh, were the non-maskers, but you could, you could see them around. Uh, walking around with no mask. I don't really get that. It's very frustrating to see. I just don't understand your thought process or what, what's going through your mind uh, when everybody around you is wearing a mask and you choose not to, but I, I can't. I, I, I've got nothing for those people. I just don't get it. Um, I, I, speaking of it doesn't make sense, uh, I went to, I was giving a friend a, a ride the other day and they asked if we could stop at the BK country to get uh, something to eat. Stop Burger King, place the order, get up to the drive-thru menu, uh, menu drive-thru window, maybe. Um, it's however much, uh, $5.56. Uh, I get the $10, $10 bill from uh, my passenger who I'm getting the food for. The the drive-thru lady's wearing gloves. She's got her mask on. They've got the, uh, the half-shield uh, plexiglass in front of the window to protect both of us from each other. Um, she hands me a little square clear container that they clearly keep fast food in um whenever it's like oh we want a burger and they pull the tray out grab a burger out of it slap it on a bun it's one of those containers she hands me that sticks the container out the window for me to put my money in it so i put the ten dollar bill in the container she pulls the container in the window then grabs the money with her hands that have gloves on puts the money in the cash register pulls out money with her two hands, counts out my change, and then puts the change in the container and then sticks the container out for me to get the money out of the container. Well, oh, where's the protection? What is that? What is the point of that? You touch the one, <laughs> put it in the container, and then I touch it. What? How come I can't just remove it straight from your hand? Is that container magical and it's going to disinfect my money? Is that a magical disinfecting container? Um, the time from when she releases the money, it goes in the container out the window to me is enough time to rid my money of potential coronavirus. It's fucking ludicrous. It makes no sense. It's asinine. It's like saying, yeah, you can go into a bar, wear your mask whenever you're walking around the bar. But when you sit down to take a drink, go ahead and take your mask off because COVID's, uh, 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 your bars, COVID can't get you when you're sitting at a bar. 
But if you stand up to walk around, you can get it. If you want to go play Keen, you got to put your mask on. If you go to the bathroom, put your mask on. If you want to sit down and have a drink, you can take your mask off. It doesn't make any goddamn sense. You don't need to stick a goddamn container out the window for me to put my money in, and then you're just going to grab the money out of the container and then put it in the machine. And then you take money out, put it in the container, and give it to me. Well, you touch the goddamn money. I don't get it. Stupid. It doesn't make sense. <sighs> Sorry. No, it's uh, that's um, I you know there's a lot of inconsistencies uh, with the COVID, and a lot of it doesn't make sense. And uh, I understand uh, how something like that can be frustrating and nonsensical uh, because we're all just trying to figure out the right steps to do. And I do agree that that makes no sense. Um, well, I tell you, speaking of nonsensical, um, the Tyson fight that was on last week. <laughs> yeah, that was, good. that was a good one. According Go to Brobot, well, I don't know where you found this because I looked up, we had talked earlier today, um, and we talked about the Tyson fight last week, and we talked about the, the information's come in from that fight. Um, well, we already, anyways, it was the seventh highest all time pay per view um, event. Mm-hmm. Um, it yeah. brought in 1.6, correct me if I'm wrong, 1.6 million viewers. Yep. Brought in yep. $80 million of revenue. Uh, according to BroBible.com, um, Tyson was going to make pre-fight $10 million. Um, Roy Jones Jr. was going to make $3 million. The fight was $49.99, $80 million, seventh highest pay-per-view event. But I can't find... I've looked up at least five different lists. I saw the top 55 um, pay-per-view events between wrestling, boxing, mm-hmm. UFC, this fight's nowhere in the mix. I've seen several other lists. No list is consistent. They all have mm-hmm. different shit. And at first, whenever you told me it was 1.6 million views or purchases, I'll be honest with you, I didn't think that was very much. I just yeah. feel like more than 1.6 million people in the United States or worldwide, for that matter, are getting pay-per-views. But it turns out that's a pretty consistent kind of number. I think the number one pay-per-view event brought in four to five million purchases. Um, and I yeah, think that was according Mayweather to Mayweather and McGregor. I, and see, I've seen Mayweather and McGregor and I've seen Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah. But nonetheless, that's obviously impressive. And, it, and it's fantastic that they did so well. Because as I mentioned last week, I think it would be great to see other names, other big names that have been retired. Listen, I'd rather see two 50-year-old old fogies fight than the people we've got fighting right now. Um, as long as they bring it and the names are exciting to see them in the ring again. Now, if we see a couple of old fogies like uh, George Foreman and, I don't know, some other just uh, – <laughs> that might not be entertaining. But if we can get people that are in shape, like Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson to keep fighting. I think it's fantastic. I mean, George Foreman's like 75, right? Yeah, he's pretty old. I don't think we need oh, yeah. George. But George did say that he would train somebody to make them. I believe he said he would train Nate Robinson for a rematch. And uh, <laughs> he thinks Nate Robinson could win if George Foreman tra- uh, trained him. I mean, there's no need for a rematch if he's fighting Mayweather. I mean, there's no need to go back to Nate Robinson at this point. Well, so that's a different brother. We've got two Paul brothers. What? We've got Logan Paul, and then oh, we've got no. Jake Paul. Jake Paul is the one that knocked out Nate Robinson his second oh. fight. Logan Paul has oh, signed no. on to fight Floyd Money Mayweather. 
um, I believe at some point in time, February of 2021. Um, yes, Money Moy- Money uh, Mayweather is going to fight older brother Logan Paul from uh, YouTube fame and shame. Um, and I can't wait to see. It. They say that Logan is the better fighter of the Paul brothers. He's fought once or twice before in uh, some pay-per-view events with some celebrity boxing. Uh, I think maybe it had been YouTube versus YouTube. I'm not. I don't really remember what it is. Um, but I got to tell you, I'm excited to see Floyd beat the shit out of Logan Paul. Um, I think it's going to be great, and it, it's apparently going to lead to other stupid fights. Uh, I can't wait. I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I didn't know about the two Paul brothers. I didn't know that this was another Paul brother. There's only two of them, right? We, we don't need to see a third or fourth one coming out. Uh, as, I, far, I didn't... as far as so I how know. Did, how did the, how did the uh, other Paul brother get the – I figured, I just figured that this Paul brother would be riding the momentum and the wave of the knockout and the viral sensation. And all of a sudden Mayweather's like, yeah, I'll get in on that money. But it's another Paul brother. How did, how did the other Paul brother get a Mayweather – fight well logan paul uh is i believe the more popular the more famous of the paul brothers he has a larger following on youtube he started youtube uh before his little brother jake did um so i think he's got more popularity and logan started fighting before jake did um once again the internet uh, claims that logan is a better fighter between the two um logan's bigger than jake um, taller and, and just stockier. Um, so I think that's why Floyd's going for Logan. Uh, but in addition, Jake has already immediately got his eyes on um, on uh, the Irishman, on uh, UFC. McGregor. Yeah, on Gregor, McGregor. So he's not worried about Money Mayweather. Let Logan uh, get beat up by Money Mayweather. He wants Conor McGregor. So... <laughs> I hope that happens as well, because you just come on, man. That would be amazing to see uh, McGregor just destroy Paul, uh, Jake Paul, and bring him back to reality. You can't just start boxing as a hobby, um, put a ring in your backyard and think uh, if I, you know, I've got some skills, I can throw a punch. Um, that I'm going to get in a ring and fight somebody the likes of Conor McGregor. And the same thing for uh his brother Jake Logan fighting Mayweather. These guys are in- insane. But money talks. They're going to get millions of dollars for these fights. I mean, Money Mayweather is the undisputed pay per view king. So you know Logan's going to get paid, and Jake Paul's going to get paid if he was to fight Conor McGregor because it's Conor McGregor. So, you know, I don't know. I think it's fantastic. I love it. I think it's ridiculous. And I can't wait for more. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. Uh, obviously, the next stop for Tyson would be uh, a Vander Holyfield. I mean, that makes the most sense. There. Yeah, yeah. I think Vander's already challenged him. Absolutely. But again, it's so it's so ridiculous. Two dudes in their fifties 
I, it's just it's ridiculous, but it, I guess it works and people are interested, and that's kind of where we're at in 2020, 2021. That's where we're at. So hey, well, that, so that makes perfect sense. Holyfield I had to call him out. Holyfield sees a Holyfield reads and hears on the internet and in the in whatever's going on that his boy made ten million dollars and, <laughs> and the other guy made three. Shit, Holyfield went bankrupt a long time ago. <laughs> so I think he would be quite content with putting in. Uh, getting in the ring for another three to ten million dollars um for something that's not technically getting judged um and it's right. air quote an exhibition uh i think yeah. why not but i tell you speaking of ridiculous shit what about that texas high school football player that ran over the referee for throwing him ejecting him out of the game that video is crazy that's insanity i can't that's amazing to me that people get in such a rage that they think that a set. What is he? He's a junior in high school, right? So, yeah, junior in high school, uh, like uh, six four, like two ninety or something like that. The, the uh, defending defensive player of the year in his region there in Texas, uh, and I agree with you. Uh, the insanity. I, I can't imagine being in that fit of a rage. Uh, that you were blind with any logic and any reason uh, that you would you would be escorted 50 yards to the sideline and when the ref starts talking you decide to sprint 50 yards back and demolish what had to be a, a ref in his uh, probably 40s or 50s it's just insanity to I me. believe he was uh, definitely in his 50s right you're standing on the sideline you just got ejected from the game and you're just human you've got smoke coming out of your ears and you're standing there thinking i know what i should do let me run across the field like three quarters away across the field the ref was not in the middle he was well on the other side of the field i'm just gonna i think it'd be a good idea if i run as fast as i can and try to kill the referee that'll be fine nothing will happen from that they're not gonna. They're not gonna ban me from playing high school sports for the remainder of my career. They're not going to punish my team because I run out here and lay out the referee. It's so insane that people can get so blinded by rage that they don't see the consequences on the other side of it. That it's just I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna act upon it. I'm gonna fuck this person up as much as I possibly can, and I don't realize or don't think about the potential consequence of what I'm about to do. It's astonishing to me. Yeah, it is. And there's obviously some mental stuff going on there, and some uh, some more serious stuff that we would don't need to get into. But I uh, that's concerning. Uh, this kid was cheered off the field uh, from reports on the scene. He was cheered off the field as he was being escorted by police officers. His section was cheering for him as he was led away from the field after uh, assaulting an official. uh, And and the most amazing thing to me is that they continued the game. Like all the adults there at the game, uh, parents, teachers, coaches, the other refs, the other sideline, uh, administrators, principals, uh, announcer, I'm like everybody. And they just decided to complete the game. It bog- I just, it boggles my mind that they continued the game after that and then uh, immediately forfeit that team for that action that the ref could not continue. Uh, he suffered a concussion and I believe says a shoulder injury injury. He was uh, carted off the field and then they just like, let's continue playing 
Like that did just did not happen. It blows my mind. It's Texas high school football, man. Friday night lights. We're not shutting that down. You crazy? Get that get out yeah. of here. Get the ref off the field. You're slowing shit down. Put some Robitussin and a Band-Aid on that guy, and let's get this game going again. Somebody throw me a, a hot dog, and let's get going. It's Texas high school. And they, yeah, and, and they did. <laughs> and they did get going. I, I'm, I'm stunned that it didn't start at riot right when he did it. Like how nobody came to the ref's defense. His coaches didn't – like nothing happened. And the other team watched it happen. Uh, I, I don't – you know, if you, if you study the video, there's a coach – uh, from the, the guy who did it, his silent, he runs to the opposite team. So you see the player veering to the left where the ref is. You got a coach sprinting to where the opposite team is. I don't know what his plan was. I don't know what he's expecting to happen, but he just runs to the opposite team. It, it's amazing to watch. I have no idea what his thought process was as he was sprinting uh, to the opposite team. That That's what he did. That's what he accomplished. Uh, it's a crazy video to watch. Yeah, and it's unfortunate because that kid was pretty talented. He was a multi-sport athlete, was he not? I mean, didn't win he a, a star wrestler? Uh, yes, yeah, star wrestler. He was a, a star football player for the team. Um, I believe he was their kicker. Did he not just kick a 51-yard field goal the week before? That is also um, true. He was their kicker and punter as well. Yeah, just an all-around athlete. That was uh, – yeah, that's incredible. That is something else. Who who should you think – who should have come to his defense? Who should have – do you feel like there should have been a melee? Do you feel like uh, the other team should have ran out there? Some of the players should have recognized and ran out of the field and tackled him before – he got to the ref. I think people were probably in such absolute amazement, shock and awe. Sure. I would have been standing there with my jaw on the ground, just like, holy shit. I can't believe what we just witnessed. You are you are correct in that. There is a moment to, that you, you take the process, what just took place. I, I do agree with that. It's just amazing to me that he he uh, they, the the media are calling it body slam, but he basically he basically just tackled the ref as as hard as he could, and then he just nonchalantly walked away. Uh, I, I'm just shocked that there was no reaction. But you you you're correct. It's it's such a shocking thing to see that it, it probably took some time for everybody involved to process exactly what happened and that's why it did not lead to a melee which is what i would expect i i'm surprised there wasn't a melee um but i, I you probably have a great point that the, there was just a moment where everybody has no idea what just happened yeah that's that's incredible i tell you speaking of getting uh, having to process things uh for about uh, a year now i've been trying to process the fact that the sklar brothers the famous comedians, the two twin comedian genius Sklar brothers, stole my podcast idea uh, approximately in the winter of 2012. Shall I go in depth? Nice. Uh, I wish you would, because you, uh, the very first show you did was interviewing the Sklar brothers. So I would love to hear how they stole it. In 2012, um, I did a podcast. I started a podcast called The Lighter Side of Talk. I was on the radio prior to that for several years doing The Lighter Side radio show. Um, but I got kicked off of the radio, which is something we could talk about at another time. So then I went to a podcast. My co-host at the time um lined it up it was my very first podcast he lined it up he tweet through twitter all of this through the power of twitter he he sent tweets directly to 
one of the Sklar brothers, maybe just a Sklar brothers accountant, Jason and the other guy both run it. I don't know. But he talked directly <laughs> to them. They were coming to Omaha to do a show at the waiting room, I believe, a comedy show there. And he reached out to him and said, you know, we would love the, to uh, have the honor of interviewing them for our podcast. And these guys, nice and they, yeah, sure, happy to do it. Um, you know, we'll be in town at this time. You can meet us at the venue at this time. Uh, we can set aside about 45 minutes and uh, we'd be happy to do the podcast. Holy shit. I've never even done a podcast before. I just got Amazing. equipment. I've never done it. Uh, I, I'm not sure what to do. We drive up to Omaha. We do the podcast. It's an absolute shit show. Um, my, my, my friend, my coast forgot a vital piece of equipment in Lincoln. We're in Omaha, Nebraska, an hour away at the fucking venue. We went into the dressing room. We start setting up all the podcast equipment. I'm pulling stuff out of my bag. I'm like, where's the, uh, where's the, I don't even remember what you would call it. Where's the so-and-so he's like, well, I packed it. It's nowhere to be found. I got Randy and Jason sitting in the goddamn green room on the couch. One of them's talking to his wife on the phone. The other one's, I think, talking to one of his kids on the phone. They're waiting patiently, but you can tell they're getting a little impatient with me. As I'm little fucking around <laughs> on the backside of the dressing room trying to look for podcast equipment, I'm looking at Scott like, son of a bitch, where's it? He's like, I don't have it. I didn't. So now we got to apologize to these guys and say, listen, we're missing a piece of equipment. We got to go get a new piece of equipment. And they're like, you know what? That's cool because we're starving. We haven't eaten yet. There's a nice little restaurant that appears across the street over there. We're going to run over there and get something to eat. You guys think you can be back in about an hour? I mean, talk about just really working with us. It was incredible. They were so nice. Uh, we came back. I went yeah. and bought a whole new piece of equipment. Come in, get it set up. Um, I get it recorded. Then I find out uh, earlier this year, I see the Scar Bros on uh, Instagram. They're starting to post clips of their podcast, Scarbro County. And I realized that they're basically doing the exact same thing that I did when I interviewed them. I have a subject. I have some sort of funny topic, something that I've read in the news that's outrageous. I'm only looking for weird, outrageous, strange news stories. And then we talk about that news story. So I sit down with these guys. I ask them a few questions. And then I get into the topics. I bring a topic up. We talk about it. They are absolutely hilarious they did an amazing job they made it as if i don't even know they just did a great job they made me comfortable and it was super fun to do but then i i listened to them and i realized they're doing the exact same thing they find outrageous news stories they're never talking about something serious from what i can tell it's always just craziness and then they do a spin on it. They do a take on that outrageous news story. I went back to do some research to see when these guys started and when I interviewed them. So here's my proof as to how and why I think the Sklar brothers stole my podcast format. They were podcasting first with a podcast called Sklar Bro Country that had a different format. Then they added Sklar Bro County in the summer of 2012, I interviewed them in the winter of 2012. 
doesn't the winter of 2012 come before the summer of 2012? Therefore, they took my format. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Am I wrong? Dude, dude. <laughs> I'm yeah, totally dude. wrong. The winter of 2012 is at the end of 2012. <laughs> That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. So the winter of 2012 would have been the summer of 2013. No, the summer of 2012. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Like, what happened? Oh <laughs> I'm not even talking about. Listen. I could be wrong with. Let's just say I'm wrong with some dates. I'm still convinced they stole my idea, my format. And even though I don't know how the months work in a year, I don't know how years work or months. But you know what I do know? The Scar Brothers stole my podcast format. Uh, uh, it sounds like it sounds like you stole their their podcast format for when you interviewed them. Do you think they were like the son of a bitch? Stole our... They're like, well, yeah, we'll do that. That's basically what we do already. Yeah, that's 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 our idea. We've been doing this since the summer. <laughs> well, they didn't say anything, so okay, that was nice. I'm pretty sure it was my idea. Are your lips literally peeling off your face? Do your chops bleed every time you crack a smile? Then slather them in the sweet, soothing lip balm by Honey Oak. Choose from peppermint, vanilla, or raspberry, and smother yourself in that velvety lip balm. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal! Visit Honey Oak at honeyoakboutique.com or search Honey Oak Boutique Store on Facebook and use the promo code OFFTHERAILS20 for 20% off until January 1st. That's Honey Oak at honeyoakboutique.com or search Honey Oak Boutique Store on Facebook and use the promo code OFFTHERAILS20 for 20% off until January 1st. Wow, you know what? Huh. That's what's it's a that's why we talk things out, you know? I'm sitting here yeah, trying it's to, good, it's good. I've been trying to, as I said earlier, process this for quite some time. But once we talk yeah. it out loud, you share it with other yeah. people, then sometimes yeah. you're enlightened to realize that you may or may not be wrong. In this particular yeah, that's, in this particular yeah. case, yeah, I'm not wrong. Uh my my dates might be a little my dates are accurate. I've done the research. <sighs> well, I'm glad we had that talk. I feel better about things now. <sighs> Douglas, we have about four minutes left. Uh, can let's let's share what you have in your green book, if you could. Yeah, let's let's wrap this up with the green book. We had mentioned in our very first podcast, and you'll see from the picture um, on Spotify and where else that it's a picture of our little green books that we held on for 30 days back in 2000. We wrote in for 30 days back in 2000 and uh, what, 16 years ago. Uh, we all know I'm not good mm -hmm. with numbers. It's clear. So I'll just leave it at 16 years ago. Um, Will and I had found those books and rehashed them on our very first podcast. And we said we were going to talk about some of the topics. I found two things that I would bring up for this week's podcast, and they're just absolutely ridiculous. Why on earth mm -hmm. I thought to write these down 16 years ago 
to discuss them at some point in time with you and Shane is absolutely ridiculous mm-hmm. and it's confusing to me. I wrote down, and this is verbatim, why do people feel the need to tell you that your clothes don't match? <laughs> so I remember writing that down because I had come to work and somebody had told me, and I believe as one of my employees said that my tie didn't match. Your tie doesn't match your outfit. You can't wear that tie. Mm. Well, (laughs) what am I supposed... What, I'm going to take the tie off? I got to wear the tie. I didn't have another tie on me. I just think it's rude. I don't think you should tell people your tie doesn't match. I don't think people... Douglas, can I I tell you something I have? And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. But uh, on the page I'm on, I have a thought that says... What happens to old people's sense of style to where nothing matches? <laughs> Listen, I would have been in my early 30s at that time. <laughs> that is amazing. Are you the one that told me my tie didn't match? It kind of feels that way. You son it? of a bitch. The second thing I wrote, do they think you do they think you no 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 that that's what the other one. I wrote, why do they call it scratch paper? <laughs> I got nothing there. I just wrote why did, I wanted to know why it's called scratch paper. Hey, hand me a piece of scratch paper. Why can't I just say hand me a piece of paper? Why do people say scratch paper? What's the second thing you wrote? We gotta go quick. Oh gosh. Oh man, hold on. Oh, uh, I hear uh, you, you flipping uh, through oh, pages, boy. which go would ahead. lead me to believe that you didn't prepare. I had one, but I can't find where I marked it, and I got too many markings. So you can you, you have a third thought? I don't have a third thought. We're going to wrap it up right now. We don't have a lot of time to go. Listen, I want to say thank you to everybody that's listened to our previous podcast. Thank you to anybody that's listening to this podcast. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, we want to send a shout-out also um, to a friend of mine, also William's brother, Michael. Uh, shout-out to him. Um, he does a political podcast. Um, and that podcast is called what will go ahead. Prez for Prez as in president P R E Z Prez Ford forecast. You can find it on Spotify as well. If you're interested in political takes, he does a good job. So join him on Prez forecast. Um, and, uh, listen to Michael do some political stuff. William, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, why do people feel they need to recreate a video game experience like it's in real life? There we go. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for listening, Will. Thanks for joining. Thanks, everybody. And peace. We're Doug and Will, and we are off the rail, off the rail.